welcome to the Financial Health and Wealth Show, heard right here on My Talk every Sunday at 10 a.m. and available to podcast and listen to anytime at mytalk1071.com, keyword will. Here to get you on the right path to your financial goals are the mother and daughter team from ClearStep Financial, Carla and Cassandra with host Miss Shannon. Yes, thank you for joining us for the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. We're always excited to give you this information because at least you're excited to hear proper information instead of feeling this sense of worry because you get the improper information because right. there's so not much going bait. on. No, there's so much going on out there. I was just reading another um, article because, you know, once you read the first one, mm-hmm. then your flood is going to get a lot of these things. <laughs> so right now, a lot of my personal information feed is all fueled by the uncertainty that has been created because of what went on in our crypto markets and mm-hmm. how it might bleed into our regular um, uh, financial uh, things. And, and, and the thing that I I found most distressing about the scenario because it's not like I had a lot of money in this particular uh, crypto miasma that's going on right now, but I do mm-hmm. find it interesting. But um, the thing that I thought, and it does slightly lead into what we're going to talk about today with some options uh, that you look into after you move into retirement is that what people were concerned about because of the current uh, disarray in the crypto market, this was a, an exchange when I'm talking about this FTX mm-hmm. and the stuff that's going on. Um, uh, what happened is a lot of people had a, a significant amount of money right. invested in this particular exchange. Right. And that's part of the reason why this one is so bad is that some people who were in their uh, 30s and early 40s had transferred to this particular um, option. Mm -hmm. And this was their first foray into investing. Um, And so now they're going to distrust the concept of investing because they lost so much money in this whole thing. Like, you know what? Investments don't work. It's too risky. Well, I'm that's a, investments is a broad exactly. term. Exactly. That is a broad term. Right. And you're looking at something that is, um, when you're looking at cryptocurrencies, that is a, I mean, it's not new. It's obviously Correct. not new, mm-hmm. but it's newer. Right. I mean, there are mutual funds, there are stocks, there are companies. People have been investing. I mean, some of them go back to the 30s, mm-hmm. the 1930s. Right. I mean, obviously, we're not in the tw- 2030s yet. Right, but, exactly. So there's there's long track records for a lot of other types of investments and things. And that's um, what people And regulation right. and so forth around those kinds of things. But you're right. Then, you know, people are, what I mean, for better or for worse, they're able to make decisions to try certain things. Exactly. Sometimes those things work out mm-hmm. and sometimes they don't. And I know I've, I've also heard specifically around uh, the one you're talking about. Right. FTX with uh, different celebrities that had endorsed it. So Correct. now people A are frustrated and angry mm-hmm. and pointing to those people, too, which they want, you know, they don't know. Right. They, they don't look under the hood necessarily if, if they're going to endorse a car. Right. Or to even. And I do think that a number of people did do that, ver- their version of looking under the hood. Mm-hmm. But based upon the information we had at the time, yeah. it looked like, oh, look, everything's in here. But that's because a real mechanic isn't one yeah. who looked. It's us looking under it and going, everything, those parts seem to be the right parts, right. but not really fully understanding what parts are required or what's in the next layer. Yeah. And that's what I, you know, as I find the whole concept fascinating, just reading about the, well, yes. This, we'll just say the motor looked mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. But then once you open the motor, 
there was some fan sure. in it that was completely faulty and about to make the motor explode. And that's yeah. what I think a lot of people didn't know about this particular thing. And and the concept of investing, I think, stays in line with that idea of a motor. And then people like me are going, the motor looks fine, but right. I need you yeah. as the financial advisor, my fiduciary and my actual financial mechanic to go, yeah, yeah but this part inside this motor Right, Isn't this the is right not part. the right, because of all the driving you do, Shannon, yes. you're going to want this motor. Correct, versus this other person that could have this motor. And that's what I think, trying to encourage people to find the right source yeah. of information, because yeah. there are very like a lot of options, and, yeah. and trying to figure out how those options piece together for you yes. is a very daunting task. It is, and so... The the silver lining in all this is right. what I would say is that when these kinds of things happen, which it's it's horrible for the people right. that are involved with it, right? The the good that comes out of it, and this happened too, if you look back to all the mortgages that default, you know, the, the 2006, 2007, 2008, when the mortgages were, right, better, better regulation in right. a sense, or be, mm-hmm. better Oversight. practices, mm-hmm. better practices right. in a sense came out of that in a lot of ways, I, I think, you know, hopefully, right? Right. So... When those kinds of things happen, hopefully good comes of it. Now, we're going to talk today about specifically about annuities. Yes. And when I first started in the industry in the early 2000s, there was a lot of, I can't believe it's been 20 years. <laughs> um, there was a lot of uh, of paradigms about annuities and things. And there maybe still are for some people about how they maybe wouldn't want to have them for X, Y, Z reasons. Right. So what's interesting is that the way annuities were Prior to the 2000s, right, mm-hmm. there were actually probably a lot of reasons that people wouldn't have wanted to have annuities. Right. So what happened in the early 2000s is that annuities started to shift and they went through this evolution. And then they had to really get the word out to people. And a lot of that, I think, was through different articles and yes. through advisors and things that, hey, we've changed. We've made changes. It's not it's not your grandparents annuity. Right. right? Um, or great grandparents, maybe, or whatever the case is. So now the way things are, because Previously, some of the reasons people did not want to have an annuity, though there were some benefits still, but you would put money in and then usually you'd pick a payout just like a pension is. Yes. But if you can envision having a pension where you'd say, okay, I want it for my life, right? You just want it to last for your lifetime. But with a pension, if you pass away, yes. what happens then to that money? Does it go to your spouse or does it go just well, disappear back into the if pension it was fund? Just, yeah, if it was just over your lifetime and mm-hmm. you picked that payout, then if you passed away, then then that was it. The, then the income stopped, right? Okay. If you picked a payout that covered you and a spouse, which some pensions have those options and yes. some annuities do or mm-hmm. did, it would be a little bit of a lesser amount, right? Because statistically it would last longer then. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So... Those were, you know, and then they had different options too. If you want it for sure for 10 years, then it would be a different amount, right? So they had all these different options, but basically the long and short of it is just like a pension. If you passed away and there was no um, plan or you didn't pick one that would cover your spouse also, it would go away. Annuities were similar to that in the past. You would annuitize. You You would annuitize. Okay, that's what I was going to ask you if we could rewind for a second because um, the word annuity, just in general, um, if I didn't do this show with you, it was in my particular internal lexicon, it was. You don't want that. Don't bother to know what it is. Yep. So can we back up and go what an annuity is and why it applies to us going forward? Now. Yes. So, Mm -hmm. right. So that's what they used to be. An annuity, really, it's a a contract or an account you have with an insurance company. Yes. But it's with 
your money. So where you have options of where to put your money. And a lot of times we're looking at investment type options with, you know, a lot of times with the market. Right. This is with an insurance company. Okay. And so it's a way to take your money. And we only do this with a portion at at best, 50% at best. So we're conservative to the point where we look at it for a portion. But I'll talk about some of the people in this show. We'll talk about some profiles of people that it could be a very good fit for, potentially, or even to look into it and see if it's a good option. Right. Um, But but what you do is then it's almost like insuring your retirement income. It's like putting insurance on it. I mean, we insure our car. Yes. We insure our health. We insure our life with life insurance, right? Absolutely. There's yes. all different. We have, I mean, look at the people in Florida. We have flood insurance for Correct. different reasons. So it's a way to have insurance on your retirement income. Mm-hmm. Because what you're able to do nowadays with annuities is do planning to say, how much of our income do we want to be guaranteed? Right. And then you can have a lifetime income come out of an annuity that will cover you your whole life where you'll know what the predictable income is going to be. Right. And it can cover you and a spouse. On the flip side, though, if you pass away, if there's a balance there, that goes to your beneficiaries. So you don't lose that money out like and in previously the days of past where yes. you annuitize. So mm-hmm. there's pros and cons to everything. You know, the money that you put into annuities, typically we... We want to plan that we are not going to pull out chunks of that money, though you could if you had an emergency. Right. But in, for a certain period of time, there would be a penalty to pull it all out. Okay. But that's why we only put a portion there and we plan on it for that long-term income. But that gives a lot of people peace of mind when you know you've got that predictable income. It's like, you know, people do rely on their Social Security. Right. They rely on their pension if they have a pension coming in. Mm-hmm. And that's predictable. And that can give people peace of mind. Well, so if- one of the things we even had discussed last week on the Red Hot Real Estate Show is that, you know, if you're trying to even buy a home once you're already in retirement, you do need some of that predictability or to be able to forecast sure. what it is just to be able to make certain moves once you've already retired, right. since you don't have that, you know, since you don't have the income from an employer or from your career, you have to go, what is your income? So an annuity can be that kind of consistency. Predictable. Consi- yes. Mm-hmm. And there are so, and I'm, we're talking so generally, I can't emphasize mm-hmm. that enough. We're speaking just like how many cars, uh, you know, there are options. There's probably more annuity options. Right. But so, you know, you look at when you're shopping for a car, you have to look at all the different nuances, right? And there's so many different options, too, when it comes to annuities. So it's so important because if you have one that's not a good fit for you, like you said, it then that's not a good situation. Right. What, no matter what it is, whether you're wearing clothes that don't fit you or whether you're, you know, in a in something else that's mismatched, it has to be a good fit for your situation. And we're like I said, today what I want to do is go through a few different types of profiles of people where this might be something to really consider given your situation. Right. Well, we're going to move into those profiles and also give you some additional information about is an annuity right for you when we return. Also want to remind you that securities and advisory service offered through Harvard Investment Inc. member FINRA SIPC. We'll be right back with our friends from ClearStep Financial here on the Financial Health and Wealth Show. Welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. Also available as a podcast. You can get this episode and previous episodes at MyTalk1071.com. Just use that keyword health and wealth. I'm Ms. Shannon here with Cassandra Brazier from ClearStep Financial. Before we get into the topic, though, we do want to remind people there's a great thing to get off your to-do list and yes. onto the to-do list of our friends over at ClearStep. We'll take, we'll take it off your plate. Right. You can get on our callback list, yes. our 2023. 
three. I know. Um, I feel like we're st- like 2022 is still, you know, do you ever feel that way? Like most of the year you're like, oh, it's 22. Yeah. It's 22. Mm-hmm. And now we're talking about 23. Anyway, if you have been wanting to set up a consultation, but it's just not happened yet. And you want to start off the new year doing that. Let us know. Just reach out to us. Go to our website, clearstepfinancial.com, and you can get on our 2023 callback list. Right. If you want to meet now, we're happy to do that. But some people, I know it's it's just not, not the best timing. So just let us know. Right. And I do think that it's always great to figure out where you are in your journey and then how does it fit for some people it's like well let's talk about this as we're wrapping up the year before i make a bunch of decisions on how much money i'm going to spend for the holidays like people Mm -hmm. like to do a little pre-planning yeah you know like i'm already thinking about do i want to change some of the ways that i report things into 2023 sure you know i'm like should i start running this through my business account that i was already too lazy to do before so i might (laughs) as well start like doing it now it's things like that where i'm like just where where's that demarcation Mm -hmm. um, for a lot of us and so if you're one of those people that would like to go well i'm going to start january 1st this way go ahead get in contact now right and we can do Mm -hmm. virtual or Mm -hmm. in person so you, if you want to save time, when you reach out, just say, I'm looking to have a virtual appointment or I'd like to come into the office. Our office is in Bloomington. Right. Um, either way, we can we can do it either way. And it's we have had people call in from other states that say that they listen to the show and they've been podcasting it. And yes. so it's kind of fun. And we can we can operate in different states um, as well. So just let us know. Right. I mean, what's going on in our financial universe is you know, if depending on what market you're in, it's still it's still very universal mm-hmm. in this universe, and that part I think is wonderful. Just to to get that connection started, yeah. And who knows, maybe you're here. If you know, we have a lot of friends that are, are in the position to be able to winter elsewhere. Mm-hmm. We not mad at you, not mad. Just at bring you. me along. Right. <laughs> Let you me know mean, where to show up. And you mean don't bring you along virtually. You want to be actually. I want to be there. Right. Yeah. Wanna, the and, sunshine. And I don't want to uh, be remiss. To uh, to what we always remind our uh, based upon our friend Carla, you can also call 651-600-0855 that's 651-6600-0855 to get on that callback list as well that's right mm-hmm. and then we have our fund disclosure which we also have which uh-huh. securities and advisory. I did that before you did? I did I that before that. we went into the break oh, she's too good she's too good well we're not going to do it again that's a waste okay, okay. So let's talk about annuity different Types of people that may be suitable for an annuity. Right. And it really, again, it it's going to depend on the annuity. But these are some general things. So one would be um, someone who might be ultra conservative. Right. Okay. Ultra conservative. And you know who you are. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily no a bad No risk thing tolerance whatsoever. Right. right. Yeah. So when you, when you look at that... We we look at people that maybe all your money is in a CD right now, or yes. it's all in the bank, or you just you don't want to see fluctuations at all in the market. And again, that's fine. Exactly. We just when we talk to people, that's just one thing we need to know about you that that's your comfort level because we can make a recommendation that might make sense on paper, but there's the human aspect of finances that has to be factored in. Right. And so that has to be part of the whole equation too. So when we look at things, there are certain annuities that would that could be could be very beneficial then for someone like that. The risk to being too conservative when you either are right about to enter retirement or right into retirement is that you may outlive your money. Right. Meaning that typically things that are so conservative where you won't see much fluctuation Usually the growth is very low also. Now, nowadays, you may get 3 
in a very fixed type savings bucket because interest rates have gone up, right? Right. But look at what you can borrow money at. It's like 7%, right? Mm -hmm. Or more. You'd have to, I mean, Mimi could tell you better than I could, right? Mm -hmm. But so you'll always be able to get a fixed rate less than what you could borrow for. Right. So what we look at, though, is being able to, again, possibly take some of your money, put it somewhere where you'd be able to take a guaranteed income from that over your life. Right. Because then you know you're not going to outlive that. When we're looking at that particular profile, investment profile, is it usually someone who's closer to actually retiring? And so that's why they would feel the need to be more conservative. I mean, sure. I'm sure there's people that are always very risk avoiding. Yeah. I know I totally understand that. But I mean, but a lot of times in the general life cycle, is it usually like, you know, in the next five years, mm-hmm. I want to retire and I don't want to take a lot of risks because I'm so close to that particular my personal finish line. In general, line, yes. in general, that's what we find. Okay. However, I have found more and more millennials also okay. that I would say are what we would consider more risk adverse. Okay. And I don't know if it's just that they've seen some of the market fluctuations too. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they were entering and, and saving in the market over the 07, 08, and they maybe thought, uh, that's enough, yeah. right? That roller coaster was <laughs> the last that, ride I want. Yes. That. Yeah. So, um, you know, I don't, I don't know what you attribute it to, but mm-hmm. I would say certain, there's certain millennials too. And I think just certain people across the board that, that you'll find that for whatever reason, again, we all have a different relationship with money. And so I think that all plays a role into how we respond when the markets fluctuate too. Yes. And there's nothing to be ashamed of about that. It's just something that we, it's helpful if we know what your comfort level and what your emotions are around your money so that we can help make sure you're properly put into things that'll make sense for you. Now that you articulate that, I can imagine one of my sisters would be that person mm. like I can see you talking to her and you going no it'll be okay and she's like no no <laughs> no let's just do this like I can yeah. see her being very conservative in yeah. her in that because I mentioned something every once in a while she kind of looks at me like I don't know if that's what you should be doing you know kind yeah. of thing and I, I totally get that oh I mm-hmm. have a I have a brother that yes. uh, is like he would Growing up, he was a great saver and he would keep all of his money in his backpack. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And he would hide it and yes. he just was like he would conserve it all and save it all. Right. right. Mm-hmm. So and there's nothing again, there's nothing wrong with that. It's no. just helpful to know if that's how you are with your money. Exactly. So anyway, so that's so one aspect would be someone who is just very, very conservative and uneasy about some of those fluctuations or things. Um Another person that a profile, if you will, that might make sense to look at an annuity would be someone who maybe you timed retirement, right? You plan, you plan, 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 plan decades sometimes of planning. And then all of a sudden when you're ready to retire, the markets might not be very favorable. Right. Mm -hmm. Which could be considered right now. Mm -hmm. That could be potentially another type of person that may want to look into an annuity that would be a good fit because that can help. Instead of having to draw money as the markets are declining, I'll take a step back for a second because mm-hmm. we've talked about dollar cost averaging, which right. is the concept of adding money into the markets systematically, right? Right. Just like you do in your 401k. So mm-hmm. if you're doing that, you are dollar cost averaging. And when the markets are down, you're getting it on sale. Right. So it's when the markets fluctuate, when you're in the accumulation phase, when you're adding money and you're saving towards retirement, dollar cost averaging is your friend. But we're going to talk about what it does to you when you're pulling money out. Right. We can also have you be part of the show. You can call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. 
Welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071, courtesy of our friends at ClearStep Financial. You can be part of the show today just by calling us at 651-641-1071, and you can always get a hold of them and set up that complimentary consultation by going to their website, clearstepfinancial.com. Just click on that My Talk tab there. Mm-hmm. Very easy to find. Don't and have to worry about it. And you can get on our callback list, too. Remember the 2023 Absolutely. callback list. We've already got it started. You can be added to it. We'll get in touch with you in 2023, then after the new year, if uh, you just want to get it off your to-do list. Right. For now. So, Cassandra, we've been talking uh, about some particular investment profiles or, or uh, personality profiles mm-hmm. that would make sense about moving into the world of annuities right. and whether this is right for you. And something that you, as we started the show, uh, understand why people might be leery about it. Mm-hmm. If they came from a certain background, you're like, ah, those always suck. Right. Like, no, not not necessarily. Right. You know? Right. Mm-hmm. And again, they this is not this is not the annuities of 25 years ago. Right. So if that was when you had a preconceived notion of what they are, they have changed a great deal. I was even talking to you, I know, during one of the breaks saying mm-hmm. that this is in the last couple of years, annuities have changed so much that there's even some that are a really good fit for people in their 30s and 40s. I call them more midterm type annuities because they're Mm -hmm. really for a shorter period of time, like a six year window. Mm -hmm. And then you can do something totally different. But for that period of time, for some people, they're a really good fit in the overall mix of things. Right. Because they can offload a lot of risk. Um, They give you certain guarantees. They also give you certain allow, you know, where you can still grow at a certain amount. So it's it's really interesting to see the evolution of annuities. But let's get back to I promised we would talk about we talked about dollar cost averaging and how that's your friend when you're in your accumulation stage, meaning you're saving towards retirement. When you get to, you cross that line, you've gotten there, you know, they throw you the party at work or you get right. You you're know, like, go, you get a balloon okay. on mm-hmm. your way out or whatever. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Now you're retired. If you're drawing money out and the market is fluctuating and dropping, that can escalate losses in your account. Right. So where it was a benefit when you were saving, it is just the opposite when you're taking money out of a falling market. Because basically when you're taking the money out with most investments, does that mean that they're we're selling little pieces of things? Right. Right. So you're basically selling them at a at at a loss when if you were buying them, you'd be buying them at a discount. Right. And that's exactly Mm -hmm. how you have to look at it. Right. Is then, uh, you know, when you're buying and when you're dollar cost averaging into the market, you are, you're someone who is buying from the retailer if you're right. shopping, right? When you're in retirement, you already own the investments. You are the retailer. So right. would you rather sell it when it's at full price or when it's at half price or discounted, right? Even 25%. You don't get as much money right. back then. So that's that's the risk or that's the issue. Now, for people like that, We'll say they're mistimed, right? Mm-hmm. They didn't necessarily, but it was not your fault. You, right. if your timing when was you, the timing. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this is usually when people's wealth is at a peak, when they're going into retirement, when they're right at that point. So a 25% decline can be hugely impactful in your overall retirement. What an annuity can do is with a portion, again, I want to emphasize this over and over. We don't want to put too much into an annuity. Right. We never recommend that. So we look at what amount is makes sense. You always want to keep a good chunk, too, that's not in an annuity, that has more flexibility in things and where you're going to put it and how much you take from different buckets and position it with time. So with an annuity, then, if you are at a point right now where you're trying to draw from the market, that could, again, 
give you some predictability. Right. It can actually, it could help you to take more money from that bucket of money than you would have been able to in the market if you live a long time. Right. Because if you live a long time and you're drawing money from the market, when that account gets to zero, it's gone. Your payments stop, yeah. right? Your income can, will stop from that bucket. In an annuity, if you have it set up for a lifetime income, whether it's just for you or you and a spouse, that will continue right. as long as one of you is living. Okay. So you have that assurance. And again, that's why we say it's like insuring your retirement income. Because <laughs> even if that account goes to zero, they will still keep sending you payments on it if that's what you have, how you have it set up. So the way that, so I want to back up a little bit with the way that the mechanism of an annuity works. So is it that I... I purchase it in uh, a consistent amount like I do with my health or life insurance. That it's you pay this every month no. and then this or is it that you put money into it and then. So can you explain yeah. to me the, the general yeah, mechanism? Typically, and like I said, it, it would depend on if someone if, if we're looking at it for like that short term time frame, which that's a whole nother conversation. Right. But when you're looking at it for retirement and for income, that's why, like I said, you want to be matched up with the right annuity. Mm-hmm. And then usually it's using a portion of your retirement assets that you already have saved. And it could be coming from an old 401k, you know, now you retired. So you, when you roll that 401k over, you roll it into an IRA. Right. And then you can decide, right? We, we talk about this a lot. The, the investment world is your oyster. Yes. Right? So then you, you look at that's what we're really good at doing. How do we want to allocate this now to give you the best chance to have the income and everything you need as long as you're going to live? Okay. And we don't have that number, right? right. So we have to assume going into it that you're going to live a long time. Exactly. So when we look at that annuity piece, that gives us a guarantee income then going into it. Usually you're going to be rolling over. Maybe it's a portion of your IRA, you know, your 401k slash IRA assets, or maybe could be a Roth potentially could be, but usually it could be an inheritance. Mm -hmm. I have sometimes people, they receive a big lump sum inheritance. Maybe we peel off a portion of that and put it into an annuity. And there are annuities that you can start drawing an income immediately from them. Then. Okay. That would be guaranteed then for the rest of your life. Some are in the market. Some are not in the market. So again, it's just finding that good fit for people on what they need, what they're looking for, what kind of income. Some have higher incomes than others. Some stay fixed. Okay. Some increase. Mm-hmm. But then they start out lower. So there's all these different nuances, right? What's the general access point for an annuity? Because I see commercials sometimes that'll play. And a lot of the ones that I can think of right now that we're playing over the last couple of years, I'm not a big fan of commercials that are like fear based. Mm-hmm. And so, know. you know, some of them are like, you're, you know, this is why it's going to be terrible when you're, you're going to run out of money. Exactly. So what's the um, balanced, measured access point for an annuity? Is it through my financial advisor, through my life insurance people who yeah. my insurance broker? What's the best or the, the, the ways to go? Here's one. I, I want to start this conversation from a position of what are my options versus a mm-hmm. position of fear. So here's what I would say. You could access an annuity in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. One of them could be someone you might uh, be working with for your auto and health. Okay. Or, you know, or mm-hmm. your auto, I should say auto insurance. And sometimes they do life and annuities also. Those companies, not always, but a lot of times, then they're working with their own branded products. Gotcha. But that's mm-hmm. one option. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got fixed um, insurance agents. And that just means that they hold insurance licenses, but they don't have securities licenses. And that means that they can work with all the fixed type, you know, annuity products. Yes. So that's another option. They likely would have more options than someone who just works with their own branded products. Mm -hmm. 
someone like what we do, we have securities licenses for investments and we have insurance licenses. Okay. So that means that we can work with just about any annuities out there on the fixed side, as well as some that would have investments inside of them. So then we can look at your situation and say, really, what's the best fit? Not just, well, we have these three or four annuities that we work with. Right. So that's what we do. So that's why we work on both sides, some that are called variable annuities, and then we work with the ones that are called fixed annuities and fixed indexed annuities. We work across the board with them, and we're independent, so we can work with whatever company we feel is the best fit for you. Right. And when you're also looking at this particular uh, products, these the annuity-style products, is it usually something is rolled over, or do you start it as an additional investment? It's typically rolled over. Okay. It's typically something where you have some monies out there. Um, and again, I, I, I want to emphasize, we don't ever look at more than about 50% or so mm-hmm. as the as the max of what your overall assets and so are. Um, and that's part of our compliance too. They mm-hmm. they make sure that we're kind of keeping that ratio because like I said, we're looking at that for your income and we don't want to ever have to touch it. Right. So the way you can almost ensure that you don't touch it is by leaving a good chunk outside of it also and making sure that you've got enough in other places. So if you had to take Maybe you had an emergency and you had to take 25000 from somewhere, right? Yes. You're not trying to pull it from the annuity because if you're pulling money from an annuity that's not the ongoing income, then right. it can offset what the guarantees are in there, okay. right? So you don't want to mess with it. Once you get it set up and you've got that income that you need going on, you really want to try not to pull larger chunks out. That's why we position things in other places and try and do enough planning so that your whole plan is flexible, that even for those unforeseen things that might happen, we can, you know, we can ensure that your your overall income in retirement will not be impacted. Right. So when we, uh, what's the and the average? And I know that we're. Mm. This is. I know that oh, you yeah. just you Thanks, already made Shannon. that face. Thanks but, a lot for but, that. <laughs> but I mean, I think that that helps makes it tangible for people to go. What's the you know? So instead of saying average, let's say what's the low and the high. So what's the span? That people, you know, are are usually when we're profiling I, this for people. It's more of a percentage. Okay. Like I said, it's more of a percentage. So if someone had, um, if someone had uh, two hundred fifty thousand at retirement, mm-hmm. right? Maybe they take a hundred or one hundred twenty five of that at the most, right? Okay. But then you know, it's, it's looking at then what kind of income could they have? If mm-hmm. one of the highest payouts um, that I let's say someone is sixty five. And they had a hundred thousand, and they were going to start taking income right away. Um, there's one I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. There's one that you could start taking like sixty five hundred out of it, okay, and then it would stay fixed. So you'd get sixty five hundred a year for your life, okay. If you do it over a spouse, then it drops just slightly, okay. Um, but then there's other ones that it might start a little bit less, uh, but then it could incre- it'll increase if the markets are performing well, okay. So there's some like that. Some of them actually have some long-term care benefits that may apply that okay. you could utilize for it as well. So there's, again, so I like that idea. Okay. Yeah, where okay. you're kind of covering a few bases with the monies that you have there. Right. So that's why we just look at, are you single? Or are you married? Right. So are we looking at one life or covering two lives? There's so many nuances and, and things and factors that go into what we try and match the right annuity with people. Right. Well, when we come back for our final break, what are we going to wrap up for today? I know there's still lots of information. Oh, we there's could a lot. Cover. We're going to do a part two of this because okay. um, there's really so much to talk about. But we'll talk about a little bit more on profiles of people that may want to consider an annuity for their retirement. All right. You can also be part of the show. You can call us at 651. 
651-641-1071. We'll be right back with Carla. I'm sorry, for Cassandra Brazier from Clear Step Financial here on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. Also available as a podcast. And you can also stream us. Just do both of those things by going to our website, mytalk1071.com. Use that keyword health and wealth. Here at Cassandra Brasher, our financial advisor and branch manager. But there's so much more than like branch manager makes yeah. it sound like you only work You're at like, the branch. Exactly. <laughs> I know. And that's not what you do at all. Yeah. I think we just need to rewrite your titles. I know. You've said that. I don't know what it could be. I remember Sonny had a funny title but yeah anyway. i'll think about it because yeah. they because i think i i use things like chief instigator you know kind oh. of stuff you know all around poobah whatever there but i go. think but because it is just broader and i think yeah. branch manager is just minimizing for all the things sure. that you do that are over there so we'll work on it <laughs> okay sounds um, good so something as we move into the new year maybe we'll just do a little like rebranding, rebranding. like you said level up Let Let level, level up, up the title exactly <laughs> level up we're all working on our level up for 2023 That's right. and so an opportunity to potentially level up is at least being able to have the conversations about is an annuity right for me yeah and i i look at anytime we are to- covering a topic like this that is just layered and multifaceted that mm-hmm. it's an honor and a privilege to be in a position where you get to talk to somebody about these things. And so if you're going, Hey, it's too complicated. No, actually you need to reframe that and go, mm-hmm. wow, look, I've done well enough that I get to talk about these options. It may mm-hmm. not be the right option for you, but right. that's what we're working towards is trying to give you, you know, all of us are working towards trying to give ourselves the option where it's like that, applies to me or mm-hmm. it could apply to me or this information is something I deserve. Yep. And so back to our leveling up, that's what that is. Yeah. So you might have a conversation, you know, if you call over to Clear Step Financial and you go, you know, that isn't really what I want or, hey, I'm, I'm more risk tolerant or it just seems kind of just not my scene. Mm-hmm. But now you go, hey, it is an option because yeah. you are thinking from a position of abundance and need to be able to do this. So I'm yeah. all for it. I'm all for it. And it's not for everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, we always... Right. We have that caveat. It's this might apply to some of these different profiles of people, but for whatever reason in your situation, it might not make sense. Right. So it's good to, but it's good to look at what your options are and then Absolutely. be able to make that decision. So, um, gosh, there's so much more for us to talk about, mm-hmm. but just a, a couple other things while we're talking today and we're going into Thanksgiving, right? And there's, uh, I, I thought about, uh, I was just, you know, you, maybe you, you do this too, where you just start to reflect on being thankful. Yes. And, one of the, th- I'm just so thankful that we're in this position where we can share this information because when we have people come to us and say, I've been listening, I appreciate all the education and things. So we really do try to make the topics and the information valuable for people. And I do want to mention too, if you have a topic that's been in the back of your mind, like I know you're great right. about sending us stuff, Shannon. <laughs> She's like, oh, I read this. What do you think about this? <laughs> right. right. And sometimes then we'll take that as a topic because you're right. If you're wondering about it, other people are probably wondering. Right. Or if it's something that comes up in our conversation circle. Yep, I'm like all right, this is something me and my girlfriends were thinking about. All right, let's 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 get it into Run it up the, the room, flag, right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> let's get that voice into the room, right? Because no question is undeserving of looking into, yeah. you know, and that's what it is. So I'm like, we, you know, we use that concept about there's no stupid questions. I don't mm-hmm. even want to say that it's whether your question is stupid or not. If you have a question, you deserve to have it. Yeah, voiced, we should just reframe know? it. All questions are good questions. Correct. Exactly. So I'm like, if you're thinking it, somebody else is probably mm-hmm. thinking it. Like, there's nothing wrong with you thinking this question. Right. Let's get into it. It might be an easy question that you thought was going to be really mystifying. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, wait, no, we know that one. Mm-hmm. That's a 
Probably That's seen it before. Absolutely. Probably heard it a hundred times. Right. right. So let's just so, get it out there. And mm-hmm. and and the, all those easy questions, they make us feel a lot better for ourselves too. So <laughs> right. I mean, you're you're it's it's win win. Exactly. Everybody <laughs> everybody comes away with that check mark. Right. That's right. So yeah, always give us a shout. You can also get that information. Uh, provide that information to us if you go to mytalk1071.com. Go ahead and send us that. You can just say, hey, you know, you want to connect to the show. It's right there as well. If you want to email the show, all of those come to me. I'm happy to pass them along. Mm-hmm. And I think um, I think my mom was a little jealous that she wasn't going to be able to talk about the annuities today because she loves to talk about this, too, because, right. it, again, it's such a it's a it's a foundational piece for a lot of people's retirement planning, which is what we do a lot. Right. right. So it's it's just fun. So we will do a part two because there is so much more to cover that really is important. That right. we want people to have a good understanding and again be okay with talking about annuities because there are some people I think still out there that do have that misconception. And again, the right annuity could be right could be a very good fit for the right person. Right. So we want to, and actually I have a question for Mimi. I'm going to ask her when I am um, passing her mm-hmm. is just to find out too, what role an annuity plays when you're in retirement and you have that guaranteed income, how they look at it for qualifying for a house. Because I wonder if they do take that into account more like social security and more like other things. Right. Like that. Right. And maybe that'd be more of a mortgage question, but that, I mean, I'm wondering how that could impact too. Being right. able to qualify for different things. Right. So we'll have to check on that. Hey, producer Hope, is Mimi and a mortgage person here today or just Mimi? I think I just saw Phil, too. Oh. I just saw Mimi so far. Okay. So Someone else he... is here, though. All right. So we're going to check on them, too, because that yeah. is a good question here. Oh, he is here. Hold on. Yeah. Maybe you go grab him, because hey. I think that's a great question to get answered, because hey, that Phil, could potentially be another aspect of um, when you're looking at retirement, when you're talking about um, different things that might impact your retirement, yeah. and Phil would be the one probably Phil. to ask. So Our good Phil, friend Phil Olson is going to. We're calling step- an audible, Phil. Yeah, we we're we're calling an audible step here. On in here real quick. Phil, Hello, folks. This is the Ask Phil show yeah. now. Uh, with ClearStep Financial. Yeah. Phil, so we're talking about annuities today. Yep. And our question is, if someone has an annuity and they have their guaranteed income over their life coming out, how does how do you look at that as far as income goes when they're retired to qualify for a house? Great question. Thank mm-hmm. you. <laughs> uh, believe it or not, there's a regulation for that. Okay. okay. And basically what we, we look at is the last two years of your tax returns. Okay. And your dividend income or your annuity income, basically on page one mm-hmm. of your standard tax form, basically mm-hmm. basically shows. So let's just use an example. Mm-hmm. Let's say you had $10,000 annuity income mm-hmm. in 2020. Yeah. But for some odd reason, your annuity income went down to say 5000 Okay. In 2021. Okay. Because it's declining income, we would use $5,000. Okay. Now, I'll reverse that. Okay. In 2020, it was $5,000. Mm-hmm. But in 2021, it was $25,000. Okay. So five plus 25 is 30, divided by two is $15,000 income. Yeah. So the $15,000 income then is divided by 12. And that gives you your annuity, monthly annuity income that could be used for qualifying purposes. What if it's fit? What if it's 10 and 10, you know, you look over the last two years and it's the same. Well, we always go with an average. Okay. As mm-hmm. long as it's not declining. Okay. And do you look at that different than if they were just drawing, let's say, from a brokerage account or something where they're drawing income off investments? Okay. So 
It all depends. Is the annuity a lifetime benefit? Okay. okay. Now, sometimes there's annuities that are not considered to be a lifetime benefit. Yep. And then that means you apply the three-year rule. Okay. The three-year rule says as long as the income is going to last for at least three years, mm-hmm. you can count it. Okay. An example would be you have an IRA, and we've seen IRAs before, or or a 401k or a pension, better yep. yet, mm-hmm. where the pension ends at a specific date down the sure. road. Sure. And if it ends at a specific date down the road, the question is, is it longer than three years or not? Okay. This is kind of fun. (laughs) (laughs) I'm learning something on the mortgage side right now. All right. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A matter of fact, I mean, that's that's what I do. Uh, I mean, last week we talked about uh, people that are elderly contemplating its retiring Mm -hmm. and how does that fit in their specific mortgage needs. Yeah. And matter of fact, had a great success story here this week where I met with clients for an hour and a half and we discovered a lot of things that they didn't even contemplate. Sure. Well, that's I like awesome. That happens I mean, a lot when yeah. people aren't thinking, um, they're like, okay, they don't have the conversation where it's, I need to talk to my financial advisor. I need to talk to my more, like everybody needs to be part of this conversation right, sometimes. Right. There's, so, there's you overlap. have to line up a variety. Exactly. It's not like all these different areas of your life are all totally segmented. I mean, this is your life. Absolutely. And everything is connected. Right. And, and, that, and, and where I see people have problems is they haven't kind of even thought out Mm -hmm. what their retirement looks like Mm -hmm. and when they haven't thought out what their retirement looks like they tend to not want to meet with you or me uh, because they're going, well, I'll I'll think about it later. Right. Yeah. And so we are going to kick this. Phil. Thank you, Phil. We are going to be doing part two we are. of our annuity conversation. We return after the holiday. They can always yeah. go to your website again, clearstepfinancial.com. Set up that complimentary consultation. Get on that callback list. And we also want to remind them they can call you at 651-600-0855. And th- happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Happy We're thankful Thanksgiving. for